I'm going to invite Eliza up now to read uh, the passage, Matthew 2, verses 9 to 12. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Thanks, Eliza. If I asked you uh, what one word uh, would you think of when you think of Christmas? Uh, If I asked you that, what would you think? Uh, Is it presents uh, or is it Christ? Is it joy or hope or love? You see, if I asked the the Magi this question, I think they would say worship. And we can see that in this passage that they uh, worship Christ. And they certainly traveled a far distance to prove their point. As we watch their journey, uh, there are three things uh, that stand out the most uh, in this passage. But there are three points in this passage that stand out um, the most at how the wise men worshipped uh, Christ. And I'd like for us to consider uh, these th- three things um, to see whether we do these, this in our lives too when we worship Christ. Um, so firstly, the Magi were overjoyed. Uh, can you see that in, in verse 10? It reads this. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. See, they had travelled uh, a quite a far distance uh, just by following uh, a star um, you can imagine the, the struggles and stumbling blocks they must have come across uh, along the way so when they finally found what they had been searching for the raw emotions they must have been feeling exhaustion uh, and adrenaline uh, overwhelmed but in fact the bible says they were filled with joy You see, they had found the promised saviour, the king of kings. Now, when I look at myself, and and maybe if you examine yourselves too, I realise that I'm not always displaying the joy that I have in Christ. Yes, of course, I'm going to go through struggles and hard times, just as the wise men did, just as the magi did. But... When I truly look at myself, I realize that I'm not always displaying the joy that I have in Christ. And he gives us a joy that is abundant. And that something in itself is to to be joyful about, right? We are made complete in Christ. He satisfies us. That is such a joyful thing that can be seen uh, in the Magi. Now, Ask ourselves, do we have the joy in Christ in us? Honestly, not just by smiling for a few minutes on Christmas Day, but having a truly abundant joy within your heart that only comes through Christ. Uh, Christians uh, so often are uh, called people who look sad. It's true, isn't it? And why is that the case when we have an abundant joy uh, within us? Do you display that joy that you have? And if I asked your family and friends that see you every day, would they say the same thing? Do you have that joy? Now, secondly, they bowed down. Uh, 
reading uh, the first part in, in verse 11. Uh, on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. The major I bowed to a baby. This scene really intrigues me. Can you imagine like a group of influential people coming to your house? Actually, in fact, your garage and bowing down to your baby and worshipping it. Um, it's extraordinary, really. But it showed uh, something even greater. It showed how they surrendered their lives to Jesus. They had trusted in the prophecies and what uh, is said that he was the promised son uh, of God. They recognized their own humanity and looked to the God of this world. You know, sometimes I forget to surrender my life to Christ. Uh, I rely on my own desires and what I want to do best. You see, uh, giving you an example, I'm not sure where God wants me in the future. Uh, even next year, I'm not sure. So my mindset would be to look uh, at the different possibilities and options that are available uh, to me. Would, my mindset would be to look at them, what satisfies me the most, what gives me the most joy, and what will I get out the most of. But that's wrong that's the wrong mindset. I should be in prayerful attitude of what does God want for me? What is God's plan and will for me in my life? We must remember Christ is Lord and we can trust in him for everything. He has the ability to do just as the, um, what the, we have the ability, sorry, to do what the Magi did and trust in him for anything and everything. To bow down uh, to his will in our lives. He can guide and protect and lead us through anything and everything. And that certainly is an encouraging thought. But ask yourself, do you truly believe this and practice this out? Do you bow down to God and surrender your life, your plans, your desires, everything that you own to him? The reality is we don't. I don't think we do. What are the areas in your life that you need to surrender to God? Where in your life have you not yet bowed down to, to, uh, to Jesus and said, you are my Lord? Honestly, ask yourself this question. Is there anything in your life that you haven't surrendered to God yet? And will you bow down to God in those things? Thirdly and finally, they gave their treasures we all know this, uh, uh, of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, says in, in the end part of verse 11, they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The Magi gave their valuables to Jesus Christ with different meanings behind them, but what sprung out the most is the, the, is the symbol of recognizing that their belongings belong to him, belong to God himself. Our possessions, talents, gifts, even our time, um, belong, everything we own are only, can, uh, are only because of him and are his. God has given us a gift in Christ Jesus, which is eternal, yet we have these things on earth which will fade away and uh, perish. They are not valuable compared to the gift he has given us. He has given us something greater and it leaves us leaves me with a question that I would love to ask the Magi, uh, and and even you here today. I'd love to ask the Magi. We know that you came to Bethlehem with the treasures of earth in your hands, 
But did you leave Bethlehem with the treasures of heaven in your heart? And again, asking you, I know you may have come here tonight with the treasures of earth in your hands. But will you leave here tonight with the treasures of heaven in your heart? That is the great question that each of us will one day uh, give an answer for. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during this time of King Herod, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophecies have written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will become a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the wise men secretly and found out from them the exact time the star has appeared. He sent to them, he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, after they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. Thank you. Uh, I hope I haven't confused you too much. Uh, we're going back into time uh, almost. We looked at how the Magi uh, worshipped Christ, but I want us to go uh, back in time uh, to see the way in which they uh, came to Christ. Uh, you see, the Magi were just a group of individuals trying to uh, figure things out. You see, uh, we all get situations uh, where we find it hard, not knowing what to do. Uh, just as I was saying before, I'm, you know, I have so many possibilities and options for my future. Where do I go? Where do I look for answers? And in this passage, we see the answers to what we should be doing, and that is by looking to the king, by seeking him. Um, but in a specific way in which the Magi did uh, can be a great example uh, for us to follow. Um, but actually, in this passage, passage, there are two ways in which people will want to approach Christ. One is positive and one is negative. Uh, one we should be doing, but uh, one we should be warned about. So firstly, uh, looking to worship Christ Uh, Let us look uh, in verse 2. It says in verse 2 here, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. We ask ourselves, why did the Magi travel so far? Why would they leave all that they had behind to go uh, in search of something uh, just because of a star? It says here to worship him. The Magi were looking to Jesus to worship Jesus. Even though these men were very wise and we witnessed uh, before the gifts they given, they, they must have been quite wealthy. Uh, they had lots of possessions. Despite all of this, they came with a humble heart. Do we, do we look to Christ with a humble heart? Or do we think we know best? Do we rely on what we have here on earth? Do we look to Jesus to worship Jesus? 
the Magi did that. And what did that mean for them? Again, we, we read in, in verse 9, uh, look, God guided them and showed them way here. Verse 9, it says, after they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. You see how God led them there? I'm no scientist, but I'm pretty sure stars don't move like that. This was uh, the hand of God. He was guiding them to Christ. Okay, you may not have a star move for you. You may not even have an audible answer given to you. I may not, I may not for my, the options, possibilities that I have for my future, I may not get an audible answer uh, for where to go, which place to go. But if we look to Jesus to worship Jesus, if we seek him, he will guide us and he will lead us to where he wants. And I, sometimes he even opens doors for us that we didn't even know uh, were there. And that's a, an encouraging uh, thought to dwell on. So um, are you looking uh, for Jesus in order to worship him? Or are you looking for other reasons? Because this Christmas time, uh, are we um, being wrapped up in all the planning and organizing uh, that we have to do this Christmas time uh, and forgetting about the true meaning uh, of Christmas? Do we look to Jesus to worship Jesus? Because as Christians, we should be doing that. Um, but sadly, uh, there are people in this world who, who, who look to Jesus to destroy him. And that's uh, the second approach uh, we have uh, for looking for the king, looking to destroy. We read this in, in verse 3 and 4. Read it uh, with me. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. You see, although Herod was looking for the king, he was looking uh, for a completely different reason. To destroy him. People even today wanting to destroy the name of Jesus. And often it can seem that it's against us because it can come from family close to us and friends. It can actually come from religion, um, and it can even come from our own state. And it can seem that it's against us. People uh, just feel threatened by Jesus and just want nothing to do with him. I wonder whether this Christmas time we are going to pray for those who are against Jesus. Are we going to lift up in prayer um, that people will look to Jesus to worship him? Uh, rather than trying to erase his name um, from history. And as you pray for this nation, uh, I wonder if you also will consider your own attitude uh, this Christmas. Remembering the Magi and how they came to worship, having the abundant joy in Christ that he is the King of Kings, the Son of God. Or bowing down and surrendering yourself, your plans, your desires even your time to God and giving your earthly treasures to God knowing that what he has given us is far greater 